The Bite Goes On is up next, but first, check out this other great show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. <clears throat> A lot of anchors do that. <clears throat> Are you ready? Ah, oh, boy. Okay, here we go. Three, two, one. Hi, I'm Howard Sudbury. And I'm Steve Baskerville. That was good again. What? That was good. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Hi, I'm Howard Sudbury. And I'm Steve Baskerville. Back to you on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. I need an agent. The following is a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. <laughs> My doors are amazing. Hi and welcome, to, welcome to the welcome to the bike goes on. Uh, this is Brian Casey with my friend Sandra Bernstein. Sandra, uh, I, I have to ask since we talked yesterday, what did you think of the Super Bowl? So I couldn't believe the Giants didn't win. Yeah. I don't know how that happened. So I, I, called, I was talking to Sandra yesterday. Oh, the 49ers. Right? Yeah. I said to Sandra, where are you watching the Super Bowl? She's like, I don't know. I just hope the Giants win, which is yeah. the same thing my 11-year-old daughter said yesterday. <laughs> and I said, completely different team. She said, I thought the Giants were in San Francisco. I said, the Giants baseball team is in San Francisco, but the... But yeah. the football team is the Niners. And then, and then she was confused by then. The Dodgers used to be Brooklyn and going to L.A. and the Giants and all that. Well, so we, I heard the president was very confused, too. Well, yeah. spoken like a true restaurant Yes. He, for that. he <laughs> congratulated Kansas yes, for Kansas did. City, Missouri. So. Oh, <laughs> we my were, God, it was so bad. Yeah, we were talking about that yesterday. Yeah. I, you know, my wife travels. I don't know that Kansas City, I guess, is half in Kansas and half in Missouri. And there's a bridge that connects... The city or something like that? I, I didn't do well in geography, but yeah. the president of our country should know, I you, think. You really? Think. You have, but anyway, at this point, but your today, expectations are that high? Yeah, but today, <laughs> when this airs, like, so for folks listening to us today, it's Valentine's Day. Oh. And how absolutely perfect that we have Josh and Regina Silvers on. Silvers oh. or Silvers? Silvers, no, yeah. Silvers with Silvers S. on, and it's Valentine's Day. And I think you guys are... The poster children for love in the restaurant business. Well, wow. well thank you for calling me children. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Because <laughs> I'm old. <laughs> I don't feel like a, a, a children's anymore, but man, it's nice to hear. <laughs> no, but I mean, seriously, like I always... I always think like, I don't know how people do it for so many years. Like if you're in a real, like John and I are now working to, now we're not married, but we're working together for 27 years. But your relationship is a business friendship. Right. And our relationship is a you business are, marriage. Yes. And, um, we, Regina, um, her part of the business is her part of the business. And my part is my part. And, and now, more or less, I, I, I like to tell people I'm almost semi-retired. So it's not even, you know... Hear that, John? Josh is almost semi-retired. Yeah, I don't work the line anymore. Could uh, you? Yeah. I yeah, wouldn't want he, to. He does more of the catering. But and I do a lot learned, of the catering. Uh, we okay. learned early on that we work at different times. Yeah. Remember, I, Dusky and John talked about this because yes. they sort of have they their own the thing same. going on. And um, Dustin um, Vallette, him and his brother, you know, right. they kind of have to Aaron. keep things, yeah. keep their own things um, keep separate. Your space. But you do like the accounting and the books and make sure there's money in the bank mm -hmm. and money in and the, the insurance bank. and all this stuff I can't that's do. Ho that's hard stuff. That's the hard, yeah. horrible stuff. It is. 
Well, and the correspondence stuff. There's a lot of you know things that you have to, you know, write, and that's what yeah. I do. And he hates that. And, and customer service writing stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I have a hard time being really nice Ooh, all you, the time. Do you respond to the Yelp reviews? <laughs> no. Sometimes. Okay, good. No, actually, yeah. sometimes I do. She yeah. does once in a while, yeah. through, but if, generally if it's, no. If it's yeah. really out of line, then I will. Okay, um, good. Yeah. If it's something then, super egregious, but we don't really look at it that often, to be honest. Right, good for you. It's just, and, and we have very good Yelp reviews. We're very, you know, um, very consistently always good when we do look at them. But at the same time, I, I try not to. Yeah. But like just recently, we had a, a review where somebody was complaining because they were doing Grubhub, right? And oh. we don't. You don't. You we don't, don't have do Grubhub. No, yes, they have that no contract to us. with us. Sa- Sandra has been touched and by she this as well. Us because yeah. you know she didn't get Those her food, are and I was like, no, we won't. We won't sell to them. Yeah, or so or the fries weren't crispy, and they went yeah. ten miles in the car. We've yeah. had lots of problems with them. Once you give <laughs> them like, their once. Our food leaves us, you know. Right. A third party is is dangerous. Yeah, we're, crazy. we won't be. Re- we won't. We won't do. We had a Grubhub person come in, and my manager, she's like, "Nope, I can't sell it to you. I'm sorry. We just won't." It was a Postmates. Yeah. We're like, "No, we we no." And he's like, "Well, I can use my own card." And we're like, "No, we're not. We don't know you." But this right. customer assumed that we had a contract with them because they were on our right. We were on, on their, their website. Their and we're like, app. no, we specifically said we do not want to be on your website. I just t- contacted them three days ago and said, take me off your app again, again, yeah, again. I had to tweet. This is yeah. what I recommend. You tweet, fail, <laughs> fail, fail. Hashtag fail. <laughs> Why are you? You know, and and they did it within hours. I was like, and I would look at people on Twitter and go, God, why are they doing this? But now I know why. I, I believe in the power of Twitter. I had a, a, an iPhone that um, I, I dropped in Lake Sonoma, <laughs> and I had the full insurance on it. <laughs> and they were like, oh, it's going to be like 10 days. And I'm like, oh, no, I have a business. No, I need one now. And they're like, oh, well, I, I don't know what we can tell you, you know. And, and so I tweet it. And within an hour, they called me and said, Mr. Silvers, go, your go phone pick up is one. ready at the mall. <laughs> go pick up one and we'll take care of it. Yeah. And I was like, thank you. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So there is power in Twitter. There is power in Twitter. People yeah. don't well, want to hear their stuff. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Wouldn't help if you, no one's watching. Yeah. But so 1999. We opened. You officially. opened. Yes. Now, Sarah. where did you meet? I mean, where, where did, how did that happen? We met in a martial arts class. He was my striking instructor. Wow. Oh he hit my me really God. hard and I fell in love. <laughs> That's a first. I love it. Yeah. So, and was that here in Northern no, California? No, in Al- Alameda. In Alameda. We, it was in Alameda. And uh, at the time I had a girlfriend and she uh, had a boyfriend and uh, you beat the crap out of them. No, 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 no. I just hit her really hard. <laughs> and, you know, with a big hat on and everything. And it wasn't a her enough. And, 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 but we just really liked each other and became really good friends. And we would talk on the phone all the time. And I mean, it got to the point where um, she, you know, she was dating the assistant DA of Berkeley and, and she invited me out to lunch at this corporate restaurant, uh, Horatio's. I don't know if you know Horatio's. No. You know, it's like a kind of corporate I restaurant. I thought that was really good. And she thought it time. was like fancy. And, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this is nice. And uh, she, she's Rock like, my world. You know, we're just friends, right? And I'm like, yeah, we're okay. Yeah. 
you know, I had a girlfriend. I was like, fine. <laughs> and then um, she broke up and I broke up. And then uh, she decided we were going to be more than friends. So and, that, and that's what happened. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And so how many years are you married? 21 years married, like 26 years together. Okay. And then 20... 20 years in business. 20 years in business. So 20, we're on, going on 21. 21. Yeah. So last year was your 20-year anniversary. Yeah. Wasn't that amazing? It really was. I mean, there's a handful of us still hitting 20, mm-hmm. but it really felt monumental that we actually lasted that long. Yeah, yeah and you think 5, 10, yeah. 20 is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And, we, and we've gone through, I mean, we opened Syrah, and it was... Uh, you know, upscale wine country. Well, you know, and we did, yeah, it was you know, awesome. all the, uh, the, the Rhone varietals, which, you know, you and I, uh, mm-hmm. simpatico over very much. Mm-hmm. And then, um, after nine 11, you know, $40 entrees fell out of favor. And Were you charging $40 back then? 30 something, you know, Oh my no. God, we're barely that charging much. that now. Yeah. No. It was 26. I think was the highest. Well, we had, we had a tasting menu for 55. Okay. So, you know, okay. But we, I mean, we were, we were not the cheap courses. Yeah. 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 We weren't cheap. No. Um, and, and I, matter of fact, uh, uh, my friend Ray Tang and his wife, Sean, I just talked to him yesterday. She's still in the city. Yep. Still at Presidio Social Club. Okay, cool. And they had a restaurant called Mariposa and we would talk all the time. And, and after, you know, before nine 11, a typical Wednesday would be 60, 70 covers. And uh, right after 9-11, we went to six or seven, like overnight, it like was, just, yeah. it was devastating. And, and they would call and I would call and, and she would say, you know, it'd be like a Friday night and she'd go, hey, I, I got some tables, send me your overflow. And I'm like, I don't have any overflow. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You can well, no. send me some because they had a very small restaurant. Right, it was tiny. It was I very ate there tiny. once. It was oh. very good. I used to go there for their family meal. Yeah, and then oh, hang nice. out with Ray, and we would drink all night. <laughs> <laughs> he had his own really room fun. at their house. Yeah, oh, I love it. Yeah, I love it. And. So is that when you kind of changed the so, format? Oh yeah, a so then bit? we then well then so then we uh actually I think yeah, we changed the format. We became a uh, petite Syrah. and um we did, you know, smaller plates and and less money. And it never really was exactly what I wanted to be. We had a, a little wine shop we called right, Petit Sarah. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. It was the wine shop. Yeah. But it was well, the wine shop with the cafe. Cooking breakfast too. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we had the, the, the little wine shop, and then we made the restaurant Petit Sarah, and we did small plates and, and that kind of thing. And then um, we had the, uh, the, the real estate crash. And so then again, our, our business took a hit. And so I was like, well, you know, I I remember listening to, uh, um, this, this news show and, and they were interviewing a guy in Oakland who had a a magazine store and he was open 24 hours. And they said, why are you open 24 hours? Do you get a lot of people? And he goes, well, rent's 24 hours. And I thought, well, I need to really maximize the space. So we changed the restaurant again into Three Squares Cafe. And so we did breakfast, lunch, and the dinner. The whole thing? Yeah. Okay. So we went to Three Squares Cafe, and it was breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Very Americana. Um, good breakfast, but man, breakfast is... 
a lot of work for not a lot of money. Exactly. <laughs> and and people lunch, are and particular dinner. about their breakfast, yeah. too, especially eggs. I hated working breakfast because... I don't know what over medium means to you. Right. It, it means something right. different to 10 different yeah. people. And yeah. we had matzo like bry. We had, yeah. we had like some fun stuff there. We had um, Benedict's and, it, and we made all our own biscuits and, you know, I mean, it was from scratch. Yeah. We made our own sausage to make sausage gravy. Did rice. you do dinner too? Yeah, we did dinner yeah, too. Dinner. The Americana. That's a long day. Really long days. And, um, in between that we had, uh, got the opportunity to take the place where we opened Jackson's. And um, when we moved there, it was the mix, and Dan Berman owned it. That's right. And um, he was not my biggest fan. And um, one day, and before we opened... <laughs> he hated him. <laughs> before we opened the restaurant, uh, Regina worked at a law firm in San Francisco, and, and one of the lawyers came to her and said, you know you're an idiot for opening where you are because Dan Berman of the mix is going to put you out of business in a month or two because he has the best restaurant up there and you have no chance if you're going to be next to him. And so when the space wow. became available, it, it even yeah. was sweeter. He gave, me, he gave me like six people that I should talk to that were restaurateurs at the time. And I talked to all of them and I'm like, yeah, no. Yeah, but we're gonna do this, and yeah, you can't complete, listen to people. You gotta, but you gotta love crap. people that tell you you can't do it because it just yeah. inspires you to to do, do it more. Do them wrong. I, I actually, <laughs> I literally haven't thought about that guy, and I don't know how long is he even alive still. The last I heard, he was he in moved, Hawaii. But, but oh, we put him out of business. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we really did. <laughs> Mic drop. And well, he sold it to uh, this guy Luigi. Luigi. Who, and he made it into um, Mix and a Taco Luigi. And then he went bankrupt and died of cancer. <gasps> and oh, so the Luigi. bank owned it. And, and bought it from the bank. No, the bank wanted us to buy it. And they wanted so much money for it. And then you'd have to rip it out because the kitchen you, was you a mess. Because you had to gut it. You gutted it. it. Well, yeah. Dino D'Argencio bought it. The real with Yeah, without, without anybody. And... Um, he ended up gutting it, and he came to us and said, do you want to lease it? And we said, yeah. And we looked at the numbers and said, no. And then he came back and he said, well, what about this? And I said, yeah, no. And then he came back and he said, well, I'll, I'll, I'll take a third of the restaurant and, and make it into something else so it's smaller so the numbers can work. And I said, I can, I can make that happen. And uh, we ended up taking out a, a half a million dollar loan from the bank, which we were shocked that wow. they would give us that money. A small business Banks loan. Don't like to loan money to restaurants. It's high risk. Yeah, yeah. and that sounds like a lot That's of money. That's amazing. <laughs> it was, it, yeah, it was a lot of money. It was a lot of money. <laughs> and then we had, you know, obviously put some of our own money in, and then Dino ended up putting in like three quarters of a million dollars in gutting it and redoing the kitchen. And um, and a, my original idea, I wanted to do a steakhouse, and uh, Raj, who was Mark and Terry's. Um, money man Stark. I didn't know at the time Mark and Terry Stark um, what, he and I were talking and I was like yeah I want to do a steakhouse and you know I was telling him all the reasons why we needed a good steakhouse and uh, <laughs> then I found out Stark's were opening Stark Steakhouse and I'm like well uh, I'm not, not doing, doing that one steakhouse yes <laughs> two steakhouses not so not. much yeah right. lesson learned lesson learned yeah <laughs> keep, keep a little closer to the vest <laughs> And then so I was like, okay, what am I going to do now? And then I was watching uh, Top Chef, 
And Cindy Paulson, I used to be a sous chef at Mustards back in the day in the, in the mid-80s. And she was on, and, and they called uh, one of the contestants, she called him a pepper monkey. And I just thought that was so funny. And But I didn't want to say pepper monkey. So I thought, all right, I'm going to call the restaurant Spice Monkey, do like international small plates, and it'll be really fun. And my wife got the URL, but she didn't reserve the name because... Who would name a restaurant Spice Monkey? <laughs> like, for real. I didn't think I had to pay to reserve that name. <laughs> right. So we go to reserve it, and somebody's opened one in Oakland. Is, wow. it, is it still open? I think it's yeah. still open. So we gave them the URL. We well, didn't we sell it to her. Yeah. And it turned yeah. out it was like her first restaurant. She'd been planning it for years, and we're like, you know what? Yeah. We'll think of something else. We'll, we'll yeah. think of something you else. You want the URL? I'll give it Here to you. you. Yeah. And so then I was like, <laughs> yeah, well, now I have, a, I have a restaurant space, but what am I going to do? And, um, you know, after cooking all the fancy food at Syrah, I was like, I really want something that's uh, where I could go eat that's not fancy that I want to eat. And I couldn't find good chicken wings anywhere. And I love chicken wings. And so I was like, I'm going to base it on, you know, that kind of food. And we had a five year old, you know, where I can take my kid and I can get good quality, fun, easy eaten food. And my intention was never to really cook on the line, but to eat there. Like, I want to <laughs> open a restaurant. Because I was cooking every day at, at Petite Syrah at the time, you know, mm-hmm. at Syrah. And I was like, my intention is that I want to just have, you know. And uh, so then I was like, well, now we need a new name. And then we came up with, we named it after our kid, Jackson. So we called it Jackson's Bar and Oven instead of grill because I bought yeah. a huge pizza oven nice. like the biggest one they had pounds. and you know every 10 year old needs a bar yeah yeah well 15 year old <laughs> now but, does yeah. he love it does he does he, he oh, loves he does. having it yeah. oh yeah and yeah. like so he he likes to go to chops teen center which is around the corner and every once in a while dad can I take my friends and I'm like yeah good so he could be the big shot and take <laughs> him in and awesome. yeah <laughs> So that's kind of fun for him, yeah. <laughs> but did Jackson cool. Family Estates ever contact you and say anything about no, the restaurant? No, we actually have an amazing relationship with them. Okay. Yeah, um, the Kendall Jackson folks have been... Uh, one, of, one of the stories I like to tell about them is they really uh, took me from a chef owner of a small bistro to restaurant tour in terms of my wine list. Um, Because as you know, we had all the, we loved the Rhones. Mm -hmm. And my original wine list had 64 wines, and I didn't want any big corporate name, you know. And Rick Tigner, who is now the president of Kendall Jackson, um, was the, he was a district manager at the time. And he would come in all the time, and he would say, when am I going to get a wine? And I'd say, well, I got Ed Meads, man. I got the crema. <laughs> I got, you know. And he goes, yeah, but when am I going to get a Kendall Jackson? I'm like, you know, I like the small. And he goes, when am I going to get? And literally once a week, a party of four, a party of he two. Was relentless. Relentless. Like, and I'm like, okay, you can have whatever you want. I'll put it by the glass. You just leave me alone. <laughs> but it was after that that you overheard that. No, no, those no, 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 no. So you were beat into submission. Beat in submission, and <laughs> so I'm like, fine, whatever you want, Rick. You tell me. I'm putting it on. And he said, I want VR Chardonnay by the glass. I'm like, okay, VR Chardonnay by the glass. What is, is VR Chardonnay? They're 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 standard classic. Okay. They're VR uh, Chardonnay. So uh, I'm like, fine. They're their most popular Chardonnay, and I put it on. And, um, and I think I had had like the same Chardonnay for almost a year anyway. And I was like, okay, I'll, I'll do it. 
And, and the way Syrah was situated, it was an open kitchen, and we had a table um, on, in the corner, and I could hear people talking. And I heard these two ladies, very Midwestern, and, and they're looking over the wine list, and she's like, oh, look at that. They got the Kendall Jackson. Oh, yeah, that <laughs> one's always good. Sure. <laughs> And, and, and right there, I realized, you know, people come from all over the world to Sonoma County and they don't know all these little esoteric wines right. that I'm in love with. Right. And they don't know all these French wines that are, you know, Syrah based or Grenache based. Um, it's nice for them to have something that they can look at. And so my wine list changed overnight to, all right, I'm going to have some blue chip stuff everybody knows. I'm going to have my quirky little stuff, and then I'm going to have my core, you know, Rhone stuff because, you know. That's what and, you want to drink. Yeah, and by the end, we ended up over 300 wines on our list when we when we decided wow. to close it wow. down. Well, that wow. was yeah, a I mean, variety. It wasn't like all Kendall Jackson stuff. No, yeah. no, 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 no. no. <laughs> 300 wines on yeah. the list, yeah. Well, I think Kendall Jackson Chardonnay was our bridge to Viognier. Yeah. Oh, so in the very in '97 when we opened and nobody, you know, we only had Rhone varietals. People had no clue, and so I totally hear what you're saying about people like, and I'm sure that's why the Rhone room we had a tasting room that closed because I should have called it the tasting room, you know, yeah. not the Rhone room. But right. but we literally. When we brought in the Kendall Jackson Shard, no, the Viognier. No, oh yeah, the Viognier. Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, we brought in the Viognier <laughs> to use as a bridge for people that love Chardonnay. So people to, knew the name Kendall Jackson, the but right. they but never they were, had the Viognier. But they before. also made the Viognier similar to a Chardonnay. Right. So there were a lot of yeah, and that's really how we turn people on to Viognier. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. Yeah, I'm in the process of. Um, changing the list around a little bit at Sante at the, the Fairmont. Fairmont. Oh, okay. Um, because I, I came across the same thing. I mean, I like these, I love winemakers that have a day job and then they do things on the side because I know the little things that they do on the side are the ones that they're really passionate about. And so I always wanted to have those, but then you come to realize, you know, I'm having to explain Right. All of the wines to people instead of now I put on Silver Oak Cat. I was just gonna Duck say you gotta Horn have Merlot, the Silver Oak. You gotta Chateau have... Monolena Chardonnay. They yep. come in. There's no conversation. It's like oh they have this. Yeah, and they're excited. It's the blue chips. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So is your list that big now? At no. Jackson's? no. Okay. So our list now is awesome because it's it's regulated to the size of the menu. So we have all the menus on the back. Yep. Ours is even smaller. Ours is eight and a half by eleven. <laughs> no, I mean no, no, fourteen. No, legal size. Yeah, legal size. No, no, legal size. It's on a three by five no, index no, card. Legal size. <laughs> Whatever legal size. Eight yeah. and a half by fourteen. Yeah. And so we have cocktails on one side and mocktails on that side, and then we have like room for seventy something wines, seventy three, I think. And we're super xenophobic um, for Sonoma. Like we don't have any Napa, we don't have any men, right. just That's Sonoma, cool. because there's so many wineries that are our friends, and and there's a few things that just they're not going to change. We're always going to have Raffinelli by the glass, right? You know, it, it's it's a delicious, very representative of our county wine that's got that cult status. Mm -hmm. It's by the glass, and honestly, it's and like you can get printing it. money. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like printing money. Well, it's like it does yeah. rotate, but. You but know, not we, not we stay pretty yeah. local. Yeah. yeah. No, I think that's awesome. I yeah. mean, you know, I think when we had the list, like I think about I know why we did it, but 
but I also know why I kept it. And there was something about having a focus that I could say, sorry, we don't do that. Sorry, we don't do that. Sorry, we only focus on Sonoma. You right. Know? You know, and it cuts out a lot of the pressure. A lot of the pressure, yeah. A lot yeah. of the pressure. And there's a lot. So much. You know, we have a new uh, bar manager, and she is changing her hours and everything. She's like, there's so much. I'm like, you know, when I first started buying wine, it was super exciting. You know, you're like... <laughs> Sitting down, you're tasting, you're swirling, everybody's your buddy, and you're like, oh yeah, leaving your bottle. Yep. And then after a while, it's like, oh, I don't, I don't want to see anybody. Leave me alone. <laughs> you know. And then, and so then I started having somebody else buy it, and then now I don't buy it at all, which is super. Um, pretty much the same. Yeah, it's because I have a lot of winemaker friends, and they're like, oh, what about? And I'm like, hey, you talk to my girl. Yeah. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't make those yeah. decisions. Yeah. You, you know it's what I mean? Pretty awesome. Yeah, I know. I'm like Cecily. Can you tell them no? She's like, yeah, no problem. It's a nice out. <laughs> like, yeah. thank you. Yeah, yeah. but um, no, you need to bring her wine. Her dad is Gus Gamba from Gamba's Inn. Oh, I think and we've he's had Russian. It yeah, yeah. He, yeah, it's very cute. Anyway, um, but but it it is nice. So when you how did you get rid of those 300 bottles though? Um, we. Sold them all basically, like just weeded them we, out. We 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 just kept going down and down. Like we knew, we knew we were going to close um, before we did because mm-hmm. you know we were running two restaurants and it was just like, all right, we got to just start selling these. And um, some we sold to people like you know they just came in and you know, we had the wine shop and we mm-hmm. just sold. And I had like a lot of half bottles which I loved. Mm-hmm. You know, Jackson's isn't really a half bottle place, but Syrah was like so perfect for, mm-hmm. you know, you get Little. your white, your red, you have your tasting menu and yeah. it was, it was awesome. Yeah. And we just, you know, we just sold them and sold them and sold them and we drank some. And <laughs> oh, some but more. we kept the wine racks. Nice. They had a wall of wine racks. This was really for awesome the new because ha- they for were, the new house. Yeah, because oh. they were vertical, so you could see the labels, and you didn't have to pull out the bottle right. to see That's what it was. Nice. Yeah, we put that in our house. Those are almost like art displays. Sometimes, oh yeah, it's beautiful. I have people that ask if they can take certain bottles home. If I'm pouring something by the glass, they look at the label and they say, "Can we take that home?" And then they show me pictures of their wine wall at home. And they, they can only hold a certain amount, but they like to swap them out and keep the... Yeah. And, it's, and it's just about the labels. It's Are really you living cool. in the house? No. We're, we're, we're so close. In a couple ways. We lost our house in the Tubbs fire, and it's just about rebuilt. Wow. Like 90, so have you been renting? No, no. We, we never lived a, in it. You never lived in... The house that burned down. We were about to move into it when it no burned way. down. We were about to remodel it. Oh, and then, my goodness. Yeah. Timing was amazing. Yeah. So you're in your old house. Old house. You're so in your first house in Bennett you know, Valley. We 3,000 cookbooks. 3,000, no joke. They were all in boxes in our garage getting ready to move to the new house when the house burned down. We didn't oh lose any. Oh, my God. Yeah, well, and I have my well, mom I mean, was an artist house, and... You know, I have like she was a wood carver, and I have these amazing pieces oh that she God. did. And, wow! Yeah, so we were so fortunate. And three thousand. Yeah, I mean, we collected, I we collected <laughs> ten thousand books. I remember for the people, yeah. the fire victims. But I know how many books that filled this right. room. <laughs> these these two rooms weren't even here. There were books everywhere. And you got rid of all of them. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, That's like awesome. seventy five hundred, and then we started giving them to like the bookmobile and schools and yeah, stuff like that's that. That's so but, amazing, though. Yeah, was it? But three thousand. It's a lot of. I mean, some from the eighteen hundreds. Yeah. Wow. You know, I have like nine, eight or nine um, different editions of the Boston School of uh, Cooking. 
Uh, I have, you know, a first edition Julia Child. Signed mm-hmm. by Julia Child. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of, like, super cool that books in there. Been, that would have been irreplaceable. irreplaceable. It, where where are they now? In like, boxes, boxes in, in my house. In bo- where are they going is what I should... I mean, you're planning... Oh, yeah. So we, we're having um, custom shelves built uh, from reclaimed wood. In the kitchen? No, in the living room. In the living room. So... Our living room is um, a fairly large living room because what we did was we the original house floor plan we kept that, but we and built on the same land on the same spot. Okay, we just moved it a little and then we built a separate garage and guest room above it. Mm. So the garage and the guest room became part of our living space, mm. and so now my son gets. Um, a full like master suite with an ensuite bathroom and a walk-in mm-hmm. closet at the other end of the house, whereas before he was going to be right next to our room. Right, and he's fifteen. And yeah, he's going to be a teenager. He is, he is a, teenager. a teenager. Yeah, and you know you don't want to listen to his music. No, or his video <laughs> games, or you know, so or the first girlfriend or anything else. Yeah. <laughs> so he gets he gets to be at one end of the house. We get to be at the other, and then. For a guest house, we it's upstairs and above the garage in a separate building. Oh, that's great. Because guests are great, they're, but they're like fresh fish, you know. <laughs> Three days and it's time to go. <laughs> <laughs> and really, you don't want to wake up and like you go to make coffee yeah. and there's like somebody. It's just it's, yeah, well, we're it's just weird. Age, we all have our own routines. Right. Yeah. yeah, right. I think Hawaiians have figured that out with the ohana. You like have your house and then you have the little house off to the side. That's, and that's what where I'm looking that's, for. That's where your mom goes when she eventually moves, moves in. in. Well, yeah. that's what, mom, this is what we talked about on Saturday, <laughs> this is what I'm looking for. I just haven't found it yet. Yeah. But yeah, you're looking for something around here that has right. a little unit like that. Right. Costco had some really nice sheds for sale over the weekend. <laughs> you, you know, I, I was so close not, to getting one. They were going to bring it to the house and assemble it. Not commenting at all. Ab- Abby would have been fine moving into it. She saw it and was like, ooh. I could just, her wheels were 11. spinning about decorating. 11, uh, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah no. Mm-hmm. You, your mom's not moving in a shed. But they do have, they do have Those like very cool. prefab yeah. little yeah. ADA units, yeah. ADU, whatever they call them, units. Yeah, really cool like yeah. 65 70 bucks but yeah, you have like to have space mm-hmm. yeah they're cute Tiny i mean houses. i guess i could find just a piece of land and put like two of them on there like yeah one for you, mom, you one want for a me. bigger no, house i do i do i'm always gonna i'm looking until i find the right one it'll speak to me yeah we have an amazing yeah. agent if you need <laughs> okay <laughs> but um how awesome but very fun you must be enjoying the process of I putting everything together so do oh, you want to now start flipping houses? No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I the process I love is cuz it's for me. Right. Um I loved the decorating process and the and the design process of Jackson's. I had an amazing um designer Neva B Designs. Just stunning to work with and she and I just very worked well together and 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 I think that restaurant is absolutely beautiful. And a kind of fun story about our architect that we hired for the new houses. When um, I met my architect, I hired him as a busboy in my restaurant. Oh what? my god! Long, 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 long time ago, and he was going to drafting school. And then he became a server, and his wife he met because she was Neva's assistant next and door. Next door, uh, and then they got it's married. It's not George Bevan. No, no, uh, Winfield uh, and, okay. and Tracy Klein. Oh, that's so funny. And they um, 
right when we were designing um, the expansion into Jackson's because we took over the other side finally because we were so busy and um, that space became available. We desperately needed the space and the more storage and everything. And so I wanted to hire him and he hadn't quite got his stamp yet. And so he got his stamp and, and they opened their own business as a mm. architectural design firm. So I hired them to build our house. And so just fantastic to work with them too. It's very cool. Now, are yeah. you getting a little deal like if you take pictures and use that as advertising for them? You would think, but no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say, I would have got him before he got the stamp. So bring your talents in. <laughs> this will be like a little test. Yeah, you can't get those plans without a stamp through oh, the county. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. <laughs> and, I, and I have to say, the county was amazing. The PMRD. They, are, they can be amazing. The, well, you just have to go with it. But the PMRD, the people doing the rebuilding, mm. they literally turned my plans over in a day. Wow. Uh, literally overnight. Like, so they have been great to work with um, in that respect. Yeah. Well, Josh, how did you start with the, like, I know Sandra's story because I worked for her for so long, but what, what was your thing with Roan Wines? My thing with Roan Wines was, um, well, uh, I always liked wine and it starts with Syrah. It starts with well, the thing is 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 I like different things. I'm not like I don't like to necessarily follow the pack. And so I discovered Rhone wines and um I fell in love with them. And then when we were looking to open a restaurant, I was working for this guy who um had a little bit of a drinking problem and he wanted to go in to a restaurant with sweat equity with me and my wife read the contract and said no and and she looked at it and she said no we'll open our own restaurant I said well honey I don't have any money she said I'll find money you find a space Hmm. I said okay it's a partnership and uh and which was awesome because she was going to go to law school and she invested all of her my stuff. tuition. Yeah. <laughs> my grandmother disowned me after that. Oh. No. She gave us money from her no, house. No, you won her back. <laughs> you won her back. Um, she was upset with me, though. She was definitely upset. And uh, she wanted her to marry the DA. <laughs> she thought he looked like Tom Selleck and loved him. I think it worked out the way it was supposed it to. It definitely worked out. And I have always loved this county. Um, my uncle owns Oliver's Markets, and um, what is that true? Yeah, that's who Why we need that to true? be our sponsor. We want Oliver's. We, we to mention them on every show all because the time. I really? spend most of my paycheck at Oliver's in Qatar. Yeah. <laughs> yes. my, my uncle Steve. <laughs> Steve, if you're listening, you will be listening <laughs> to this episode. I would think. Yeah, you would hope. Um, no pressure, dude. No pressure. <laughs> so we've always come up here for the holiday. Like my mom and I would always try. We always have Christmas at his house. And we have um, traditional Christmas goose and red cabbage and um, the potatoes you cover with goose fat. And it's so good. Um, But I digress. Anyway. (laughs) Yeah, and I'm salivating. So so I've always come up here and I wanted, I I really have always believed in the symbiotic relationship between food and wine. And that if you do your job right, one plus one should equal three. It should be a, a gestalt of all the ingredients and make something better out of it. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted um, a wine name in, in it. And um, I chose Syrah because at the time, 
Syrah was an up and coming varietal. I thought it was going to catch <laughs> on a is. lot more <laughs> than it did, and it's still up and coming. <laughs> and and I thought it was a little like Regina and I, a little rough around the edges, but can be very elegant. Oh. Um, but you know, and and so we we decided we would go with that name, and so that's how we came up with Syrah. And and the Rhone, the Rhone, you know, once you go Syrah. You're right, naturally easy. going, but with you the didn't do stuff. all Roan. No, yeah, no, 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 you, that you was had, you. Yeah, yeah, we were we're own focused. <laughs> I didn't care. We, yeah. we, we were own focused, but you know, again with 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 the cooking, I, I just feel like you get so you get so much more yeah. toys to play with if you don't yeah. limit, limit yourself yeah. on the varietal. Right. Um, but we have twenty three varieties. But you have, to work yeah. With. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not like it's limiting. Now, for, wait a minute, though. Have you included Petite Syrah now? No. Okay. Not Still yet. a purist. I mean, <laughs> I I can't say that it could be on in a blend. Okay. That well, I just it don't is in, know it about. It is in a blend. Yeah. <laughs> that you don't that know you about. That you know about that I don't know about. But and that's but, I love blends. I have a friend. I love blends. Who, uh, when I met him, he didn't drink. <laughs> and uh you changed and that him, no his, his uh his, his ex did um and he would come he would come into the restaurant all the time and he would drink milk and he and i like even had oh, this whole container down. yeah and this, this this milk thing with his name on it and everything and then he decided he was going to get into wine and he's like well what should i what should i drink and i said you know what i think you should start with blends because it's the most chefy of the wine because the winemaker, instead of just dealing right. with one thing, they get to put a bunch of stuff yep. in. Right. And so it's the most chefy w- wines to drink. And, and I think it has the most, you know, expression of the winemaker versus totally. the vineyard. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because for a while it was all about, oh, I just try not to screw it up. I get the best grapes. I press mm-hmm. them. I put them in the barrel and then we bottle them. And I'm like... Then what is it that you do? Right. What, what is it that you're doing? Yeah. What, what's your job? You're That's exactly. Your son. I think for your first time, <laughs> doing that is exactly what you should be doing. Well, I mean, but, but you know, in California, if it's twenty four, you got twenty four percent of whatever to play with, and you can still call it, you know, Chardonnay right. or Zinfandel or right. Syrah. You know, they, you can still blend, but yeah, you know, a it lot of people, be. yeah. Mm. But I, I just think it's more chefy and more. More interesting, and and he he still loves blends. Yeah, it's still that's his the, thing. it's the spice box. It's getting yeah. to play with the different spice yeah. boxes. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Yeah. So, okay, so you're not behind the line. Nope. How many years has that been since you opened Jackson's? Since I sold three squares. Since you, wow. So about five. That years. was a very conscious decision. Very conscious. Very conscious. Yeah, I should have sold it a long time or before that. No, but. two years. No, we sold it five years ago. I know, but we should have sold it. But you opened Jackson's before five years. Oh, yeah. We we opened Jackson's. So you had both. Yeah, we were running both for a while. Jackson's is in its 11th year. Okay. Oh, wow. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. Okay. So So you were going back and forth. Back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. And and it was fine, but Jackson's was kicking butt, and the other restaurants were okay. Yeah. And, you know, I mean. Yeah. Like you look at the numbers and you're like, why am why right. am I why doing do I this? Need, yeah. Well, and he also had a son that he really wanted. Yeah, so I I didn't get to yeah, see him. He wanted to spend karate time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and and you know, those formidable years. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, his first five years, I really didn't. I was home on weekends, and and yeah. now 
I'm home all the time and I cook for him and he's my best buddy. Oh, I love that. You know, I mean, I take him tonight. I'm going to take him to judo, you know, Yeah. and I'll get on the mat with him and, you know, and, and help teach the class because I can. Yeah. You know, and, and it's like one of our things. So, yeah, that's so great. Yeah. So, so did you hire someone that you completely trust 100 percent to be the chef and you really have are you kind of hands off or do you get to do a little menu planning and both? OK. Um, I mean, he oversees something, but yeah, he hired somebody that you really trust. So my chef de really cuisine yeah. is um, uh, his name is Jason Denton, and I hired him originally as a sous chef. And our first chef, I'm not going to say his name, but he was horrible. And I let him go in the <laughs> yeah. first month. And it was um, there. Was, it was a controversy. I think it I think that controversy came to Sonoma. Oh, well, really? I think so. What was it about? We can talk about, about him that though. lunch. Yeah. But what was what was it? Was it work ethic? Was was oh, it no, that he wasn't? Not no, <laughs> what it was was he couldn't run the line. Uh, he just did not have the ability to command the line. So when he was on the line, we got yelled at. We got complaints. One time, um, I love open kitchen. So Jackson's has an open kitchen. Um, I like, I love sitting at the, we have a pizza bar yeah, and it's my favorite place to sit and watch them cook and everything. And, uh, we had a guest sitting at the pizza bar and the server gave him his hamburger and which is a damn good hamburger with house cut French fries, double fried. Can, you know, we do it all right. And he sent it back because that chef had taken a French fry off his plate and ate it. Yeah. (gasps) In front of him. Yeah. Like, and he just had no ability to command the line. <laughs> so I let him go. And um, we, and Jason was that such was a horrible. go-getter. You know, <laughs> like anytime that. something needed to be done, man, he was on it. And I installed Jason as the chef. And the first five years I took, I was very in control of the menu. And now he comes to me and he says hey, this is what we want to change. This is what we're thinking. What do you think? And I say, oh, I like that. What if you do this? Or I go, oh, sounds good. Or every once in a while, I say, hey, I want you to put this on. Like I I had him put on this chicken dish, and he looked at me like going, really? I don't think so. And I'm like, (laughs) yeah, let's. we're going to do this. And he goes... And I go, okay, I'm going to make it. And, and you know, he was very, like, it, it had, like, Italian sausage, and, like, it was so good. And, <laughs> and, I, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to make it for you. And I, and I made it, and then they were all like, oh, this is so good. And it became, like, one of the most popular ones we did. You know, so I still do, like, things like that. But I essentially give him a lot of uh, autonomy. Um, and then when I do the menus, mostly it's uh, the caterings we do. And I, my favorite kind of catering is wine wineries and so like we have a luncheon coming up at pride we do a lot of stuff with Mm -hmm. martinelli um and they're all food and wine pairing kind of lunches and and Mm -hmm. so those menus i do and And what are custom custom very very custom Uh yeah they're very uh they're very like so the pride lunch thursday he and i are going to go up to pride and taste all the wines yeah tell Stuart i said hi i will okay and and then i'll make the one then i'll make the menu you know i find out what the budget is you know Mm -hmm. because you could have caviar and you could have chicken right you know depends on your budget and and i'm okay with either one and do you prep all that out or do you have the guys prep it out for you depends on a lot most (laughs) of the times i do it yeah for the little luncheons yeah um if it's something big but you do it in the kitchen or you do it at home no no in the kitchen kitchen. oh no no i come in the kitchen and i I work in there and then 
Um, a couple times a year we do stuff for the tribe and, and that's like 650 people. So we have some really big ones. Wow. Yeah. So, and then the like, tribe, like the, the casino. Grand Casino. Grand yeah. casino. Wow. And that's a lot of fun because they're big, you know, and a lot of moving what do you parts. Make? He did some of that at home. He was using a um, smoker at the house. Yeah. Uh, for like three days. Wow. No, no, not, not for that one. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have room for that. Uh, we do, well, they always want a choice of three things plus a, 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 a vegetarian. So four different options. And then for they for everyone like enough food for everybody. No, to no, have no. All it's four. all plated. It's plated. Yeah, it's plated, and we get it out in twenty minutes. Of course you do. Um, <laughs> but I bring a hundred no, people. Yeah. yeah. I I mean I literally bring a hundred people, and it, it's the, we have a we have a you know they tell you what they want beforehand, and when they sit down there's a card, and then it the says, server goes to the table and, and says I need. Um, you know, if it's a, and they're, they're usually eight tops, but you know, sometimes there's three people or sometimes there's eight people. Sometimes they move chairs and there's 12. People. <laughs> um, and so then, then they come in and they'll just say four beef, you know, mm-hmm. three chicken, two fish and a vegetarian. And we set up a brigade. Yeah. Two different kitchen lines. Mm-hmm. Seriously, a brigade. It's, it's <laughs> a huge, yeah, it's wow. a huge big endeavor, Very but it's cool. a lot of fun. Yeah. You know, and then, uh, we do stuff with Kokomo and, and that one's Jason does all of that one himself. Like it's his buddy mm-hmm. and uh, Eric who makes great wines. That's awesome. Yeah. And, and so he really deals with that one, which is nice. Mm-hmm. You know, do you guys know what you're doing for Valentine's day? Do you do a special yes. menu? We're gonna be moving. On? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's oh, already the on the Instagram. Yeah. yeah it's on the Instagram. So oh, cool. this year we really decided we were going to hit it way early. So we're going to do, um, uh, prawn cocktail. We're just doing adding three additions to the menu, four additions to the menu. And we're going to print out a uh, you know a little mm-hmm. menu. And we have um, two cocktails and a mocktail, and then we're going to do prawn cocktail because I love prawn cocktail. <laughs> I mean, it's you know, and it's a classic. And we're going to do prime rib, and then we're going to do halibut with like a lobster sauce mm-hmm. and, and lobster rice. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, we're so. doing the same thing. We're just doing a little extra yeah. additions. Yeah. I mean, too. people come see you for the food that you already make, so then it exactly. never made sense to flip the whole thing on its head for a, yeah. for a holiday. Well, at Syrah, we would. Right. Syrah, you know, yeah, instead Syrah, of being... Valentine's Day was a big deal. Yeah. yeah. Syrah and New Year's, we would, you know, yeah. really go all out. But even then, we would have two choices in each category, but it was a tasting menu mm-hmm. only then. I remember two years ago, we did a his and hers. Oh. <laughs> and which was sort of bizarre. I mean, it was like, so you, it the people sat down and it, and his yeah, I was going to say, what about the his and his? That was one of our or the first, hers and hers. that was one of our first questions was like, wait a minute, I don't know if this is politically correct. And then they, it just meant that, okay, so everyone, you have to convince one person to do this menu and the other person to do this menu. It just seemed like a lot of work and it was, it was not the most um, enjoyable Valentine's day. So we, we never did that. Again. Never did. <laughs> <laughs> now the, um, the, GM, you have a GM. I have a GM forever, right? Yeah, uh, he's been with me like eighteen years, right? Yeah, Yeah, eighteen years. That's amazing. And he really allows me to not have to be there every single day. Mm -hmm. Um, He's amazing at his job. (laughs) And then our dining room manager, Amber, has she started with me at Syrah when she was seventeen years old, and then went away and came back, but. She's been with us. She's, you know, has married with a, with a daughter so now. And, awesome. You know, I don't want to say her age because she might hear this. Um, <laughs> right. But she's not 17 anymore. Right. Um, and then um, Evan, our other sous chef, we hired day one. 
Um, Meg's been oh, with us for see, like... See, that's fantastic. Yeah. You got people that just... That I try... Yeah. That's your family. One of my... Um, one of our, our pizza cooks, I've tried to make him a sous chef. He has no interest. Um, but oh, he's... Juan. Juan, yeah. He literally started the second day I opened Syrah. Wow. He, um, and... The only no reason I remember the day is I have no clue of like timelines and I'm horrible with dates, but, uh, I had a buddy come up and help me open Syrah and we had worked at the city hotel in Columbia, California near Sonora together. And, um, he came and slept on my couch and, you know, just a chef buddy and was going to help me open. And he, and he said, you know, you always said you'd have a restaurant by the time you were 35 and we opened March 5th and my birthday's March 8th. Wow. So I know that, you know, one started March 6th. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it's nice to have people like that, though, that don't want to move up because yeah. especially if you can find a good host that has oh, no yeah. interest in moving up to any other right. position. Yeah. Right. You and just, a dishwasher. Just make yeah. sure you, you yeah, those. just keep them yeah. happy. Yeah. 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 Did you go to school for cooking? Um, half, half and half. So I was... Um, we can swear, a right? Child. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when I was uh, when I was a kid, um, in the middle of the eighth grade, I was an asshole. I'm not gonna lie. I was doing drugs. I was eighth grade. Yeah, yeah wow. eighth grade. I, uh, and I had been put, put back a year, um, so I would have been in ninth grade, but I was in eighth grade. And and I and, was in Alameda. No, this is in Berkeley. In Berkeley, I lived in Berkeley then, and. Uh, my dad was a chef years ago and then he became a that. kitchen designer. Yeah. And, um, my mom called him up and cause the school called us and, and this was already, <laughs> uh, it was called Odyssey and now it's called Willard, but it was an alternative school in, you know, in the seventies and they called me in and my mom and they said, you know, we just don't think this is working out. And my mom looked at me and she said, well, you have a month to get a job. Otherwise you're SOL buddy. And I was like, okay. And the next day I was washing dishes at a little restaurant called In Seasons in Berkeley. And the chef was amazing. It was this guy named Martin and he really took me under my, his wing and taught me how to prep. And, and I loved working for him. Um, but he was there only on a temporary like thing. And, and like when, um, you know, this is before VCRs and everything. And when Shogun came on, um, it was a television <laughs> event, and our business went in the toilet because everybody was watching Shogun. That is so weird. <laughs> Shogun, I've never like the heard... karate. No, the 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 um, God, based forget. on the James Michener. Yeah, novel. and I forget who was I don't in even that, but remember but you're um, right. It was Richard, a big deal. He was the guy who was like Richard Attenborough. No, no I don't remember. Richard, um, he, oh, he was what it. was it about? It was based on the book Shogun, and it was what about... What was the book Shogun about? About the Shogun. The the Shogun was... Is the, it a Western? No, no, it's <laughs> oh. in Jap Japan. That's yeah. what I thought. Yeah. The, the Shogun yeah. was the... Um, they were all different prefectures and, and different fiefdoms, and the Shogun united them all under the military banner of the Shogun, under the emperor, and it was about that so wait when it was on tv nobody would come to the restaurant no, it was like roots like you know it was right. a huge right it was it was a huge stuff like that but That's this was so like wild. in the early yeah. 70s yeah. yeah um and no this was the late 70s and yeah, it was the late 70s and uh so he brought a tv in and he had he spoke japanese and he like explained everything like we would sit there and watch tv and you know 
work and he was so amazing. And then uh, when he left, they got this Navy guy as the chef and he and I didn't get along and he fired me pretty quick. Oh, and uh, well, it's probably a good thing. It was, but they called me into work on a day I wasn't supposed to work. And I said, I can stay only till 10 after 10 o'clock, no matter what I have to leave. And they said, oh, that's fine. And I left and the job wasn't done. And he goes, you didn't finish. I go, I told you I couldn't. And he goes, no, you're fired. And I'm like, okay, whatever. And so <laughs> two days later, I was working as a busboy at um, the Santa Fe Bar and Grill, which, you know, uh, Jeremiah Tower. And, you know, so that was, uh, we didn't go in the kitchen because they told the busboys, you stay out of there. But like I would, re- I got to eat there and it was amazing. Mm-hmm. But I, and I was still a punk kid though. And my mom called my dad and said, you need to do something with this guy because he is, he's an asshole. And so he called the chef that he had trained up at the City Hotel in Columbia, California, and they had a um, two-year chef program. And the second-year students would come train at the hotel. And so my dad got me a job as a dishwasher and got my first apartment, and, you know, I was all set up. And Is about, this like 10th grade? Uh, this was 1979, so... I was, uh, no, I was no, I was almost 16, 18 by then. 18. Yeah, I was I was 17 and I had to lie and say I was 18 cuz otherwise they wouldn't hire me. And um <laughs> and and but Barry was like, "Yeah, just put that." No. Okay. Yeah. And uh and cuz it was run by a state historic park, too. It was part of the the, the park system. Um so I get the job and about 3 weeks in, my dad comes up and him and Barry sit me down and say, "You suck." <laughs> If you want to keep this job, you can, but this is your one shot. This is it. Like, you have to change your your whole attitude because you're horrible. And I was like, oh, 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 okay. That is exactly what happened to me at TGI Fridays. (laughs) I was in the front, but I swear to God, after a month, they told me, you are horrible. I cried. Did you cry? You didn't cry. No, I didn't cry. You probably gave him the finger. No, I really wanted the job. I I had fallen in love with it, Uh, even though I sucked at it. But I mean, I would be going home at three in the morning because, you know, you would come in and I was the dishwasher. And by four o'clock, there was a huge, (laughs) huge pile. You know, you finally get dug out of there and then you're in service. And in this restaurant, um, they would throw the pans from the hotline into the, the dish pit like literally into this, the, and they just say hot, and you know, you had to get out of the way, and um, but it was lots of action, and like it was an amazing place to work. All cart service, uh, flambés, like you ordered a duck, we cooked it from raw, which is what you know back yeah. then wasn't, and then it would be flambéed at your table, carved at your table, sauced, you know, pomlerette potatoes. Baked who, Alaska's made to order. Who does that anymore? Nobody. Nobody. Yeah. No. Souffles made to order. It was like amazing. And it was such a great education. And so they told me that. And I said, no, no, I want this job. So I, I would do my dishwashing job, but I would come in in the morning and learn the prep. And then um, I then I started learning the pantry, the day pantry, because I was like, because oh, that would be the next station. And I'm like, okay, so I'm going to learn day pantry and then work at night as the dishwasher. So when that position comes available, I'll get the job. And that's how I got the day pantry job. And then I would come in and work nights on my own wow. just to learn that position. And then so on. And I made it up to sous chef. So something clicked. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But you know what? My nephew was getting married in Colombia. This was like, what, 10 years, 10 years ago? 
And so we went out. This is no longer long? than ten years ago. Jackson's fifteen. Oh yeah, I guess it was longer than that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we walked into the bar, and they recognized him. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It's like nine o'clock. Oh man, you want a beer? It was Billy and Larry. Like, I knew him. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, I was also. Aren't you that <laughs> At one point, I got to be the night watchman there, so I got free room and board. Oh, know, wow. And, and I, but I loved working there. And um, yeah, Caesar salads made to order, mm. you know, like, so our job would, you know, in the night pantry, you get all the Caesar set up for them. And then, you know, you learn all the punk stuff. Like every once in a while, we'd switch out to hard boiled egg and the server would be like, because <laughs> they, you know, they would mess with us. They would, they would, you know, you order a Coke from the bar and they'd bring you like filled with hot sauce and stuff. And, oh yeah. And the smart ones would float Coke on top, but you had to like smell your drink and taste yeah. it, you know, like, and then at night, like we would throw butter on the ceiling sometimes and the day guys would come in and it would warm up and drop on their head. You know, so you learn that kind of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> all, punk kid. Yeah, all, all that kind of fun stuff. But it was, you know, it was such an amazing place to work. And we had a big flat top and, you know, burners. And, you know, you start on the grill and then you work to saute. And every every winter without fail, the power would go out and you'd have to cook by flashlight, you know. And, and you know, all like... You know, churn potatoes. I can still flew to mushroom. I don't know how many people can still do that. Seriously. No, I, I mean, like a yeah. lot of my friends, yeah. they have no idea how to do that. Yeah. Um, but all that, and we would do uh, talk tours in the winter because there was no business. But it would be 45 usually elderly people on a bus tour and the bus driver. And that was your lunch service. And they had a choice of three hot items and three cold items and either super salad to start and a dessert. And it was you and a dishwasher and you know, you cooked everything and then cleaned up and went home. But I remember getting two or three of them, 45 soul almondines. That's all they ordered. Wow. <laughs> I had like five pans of soul going at once. It was crazy. That's so awesome. <laughs> yeah. So it was the school of hard knocks. Yeah. yeah, it was the school. Okay. So we could probably have three more shows, <laughs> but... Time is but, but Josh has got to get do. home and look at his stove. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. and we got to pick up our. We got to go have lunch. Yeah, and we got to yeah, eat we lunch. Gotta go We're going lunch. to the fig, right? We're going to the fig, of course. I love that restaurant. I love all oh, your restaurants. Can I just thank say that? You. I only have two now. But th- 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 that's all. Yeah. For me, I only have yeah. one. So yeah, I know. But it, well, and you have D Street still, don't you? Don't you do? Still? Oh yeah, we have Sweet D. Yeah. 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 D, oh, I like that D Street. D Street. Is that what or you just D Street. D Street. Well, Jackson and I got to go to one of your parties there. I know. For pizza and ping pong, and yeah, it was awesome. It was very fun. It was definitely fun. Yeah. And uh, and and I have to say, you have been an inspiration for us too. I just want you to oh, know that. Thank like you. the guts that you had to do the all round helped us. Like I was like, no. Somebody else doing it. So yeah, thank you. And John's thank fantastic. You. And I hope you get to see him. I think you will. I and and all, I'm hoping he's over there. And all your food is always so good. Oh, it better be good today. <laughs> it's always so good. Well, Sandra just made a reservation about I, a half I an forgot, hour ago. She totally it'll forgot. It'll be fine. I'm yeah. not worried. Oh, and but, I drop in at Jackson's all the time. Yeah. That's all I do. Yeah. Um, by the way, for anyone out there listening, Richard Chamberlain 
was the actor yeah. in Children's oh, Chamber. Oh, yeah. So in case it was yeah. driving you crazy. It was driving <laughs> yeah. me crazy. Yeah. And, and he did all those kind of miniseries. Well, I want to now yeah. like find it and watch it. And the book was amazing. I mean, the book is amazing, too. I remember my parents had the book. Yeah, yeah James Mitchell. And then he wrote like The Noble House and... Hawaii and yeah. a lot of thick books. Thick, <laughs> very right. Those, those exactly. are the ones in my parents' bookshelf <laughs> yes. that were really thick. Yeah, were yeah. the Mitchner ones. Exactly. Well, so how do people go to? I mean, let's how do they with, find us? Yeah, how do they yeah. find? Where's that? What's the address? So the address is one thirty-five Fourth Street. We're in Railroad Square in downtown Santa Rosa. It's literally the downtown exit, um, and we're on the west side of the freeway. And when are you open? And we are open. Every day, except Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, Thanksgiving, and the Super Bowl. Did you close yesterday? Yeah, we always close because nobody comes. Yeah, yeah. no, we had, we, we did fifteen <laughs> covers at the cafe last night. Yeah. Yes, it's not yeah. even worth it's opening. Like, no, it, it, you should close. All the Starks yeah. restaurants close. Yeah. We just close. Wow. Um, and we went to St. Francis and had their food and wine pairing. Oh, <laughs> how was it? Was it yummy? It was so good. Oh, I need oh. to do that. I yeah, the duck done was that. fantastic. Yeah. Um, and so, because I don't watch the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> it's not my thing. But they can find us there, um, and they can find us at Jackson's um, on the web, you know, just Jackson's Bar and Oven, and it'll come up. And we're on Open Table. Perfect. And, and Instagram. Uh, Instagram, Jackson's uh, Oven. And you, and you have a book? And I have a book. Well, it's out of sale. Uh, we don't have any it's for sale. It's out of print? It's out of print. Wow. But they can probably find it on that. Amazon or yeah. in their bargain bin at yeah. the at the parking bin at the dollar store. I, I have a copy of that book. <laughs> my, my friend Matt, who's the sous chef at Linmar, um, wanted me to sign a book to him one time, and I just thought it was weird. And I'm like, I don't it, know, dude, that's just weird. It is and, weird. And he ended up finding one at Goodwill <laughs> that was already signed. <laughs> <laughs> that was a long oh time ago. Oh, my God. So. Well, so fun. So definitely, um, we have a, We need to go to Jackson's. We need to take a road trip. Let's go. Road and trip. Do, Let's do you go. guys yeah. know your neighbors down at Miracle Plum? Yes, they're fantastic. Oh, we okay. love them. Yeah, as a matter of fact, my pastry chef who is um, probably going to be leaving us soon because she is going to be teaching at the JC. So kudos to her. That's great. Um, but she did a couple of baking classes there. Nice. Very nice. And I like have some, yeah. you know, she's like, can I use, and I'm like, they were for like charity too. And I'm yeah. like, just take whatever you want. Like, yeah. I don't care. Yeah. yeah. So they're, they're so fantastic fun. They're ladies. awesome. Yeah. Hope it, hope they're doing good. Yeah. Well, big I shout think, out to them. I think the hotel will help them a lot. Too. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, that you is know. for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, okay. thank you thank both you for so joining much. us. Yeah. I appreciate it. Oh my it. God, we so love fun. it. I mean, we could re- literally do two more hours easily. I could do two more hours. I'm yeah, easily. I'm <laughs> no, no, no. We're not going hungry. to, but we'll okay. do it another day. Um, you did say French fries. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to go uh, check out some of the past episodes, you can go to thebikegoeson.com, also radiomisfits.com uh, backslash uh, thebikegoeson. Um, or what we'd really like is if you can rate the podcast and go to ratethispodcast.com slash the bike goes on and leave us a nice five-star review. Well, this one should get 10 stars. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm so just saying. Josh doubled up our stars yeah. for us. <laughs> Great show today with Josh and Regina Silvers from Jackson's Bar and Oven. All right. Thanks well, for having us. Thank you both very much. We'll look forward to talking to you next week. Bye.